Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, a garage. This is the Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. Oh, man. I just, like, blew directly in the mic. I apologize for that. Are we even podcasters anymore? Nope. Missed you. You're gone from my life. And uh, the podcast has been on hiatus. I don't necessarily know if that's true. I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm gone from your life. I never see you. I don't think that's true at all. I'm glad that my presence isn't missed in your life. I see you once a week. and No, you honestly, don't. Rarely. I've seen you once a week for the last... Literally. Not for the podcast. No, but I saw you last week for a variety of things. Um, I will say the one time I did see you, you were in such a foul mood. Initially. Yeah, I was pissed off at both you and Mom. At the start of it. Listen, you could be pissed off at mom all you want. I agree with you, probably. <laughs> I was just a... It was a, it was a factor of things. But you'll understand when you have kids and you're made to... And you're trying... There's the rub. What? Acting as if, like, oh, you're gone out of my life. As if you're not the one who has two children. I'm always in this spot doing nothing but being with the kids. Well, Correct. You could. I have to come to this spot. Or you could say, hey, you want to get out of the house and do something? I would be like, yeah, let's do it. You uh, never do that. I'm never invited on your plans. You do a lot of shit. That's not true. I've invited you to play pickleball at least like five times, and you've I can't declined. Play pickleball. I'm a disc golfer. Dude, I'm so out on disc golf because <laughs> pickleball is such a better sport. Like, it's. Here's the reasons why more fun, number one. Okay. Disc golf, very, disc golf is a weird learning curve, right? Like, it's weird when you first start. It's like, this isn't just throwing a frisbee. But then once you figure out how to throw it, it's like, this thing's really easy. But then it's like, to get be good, it's kind of hard. Pickleball's like, I'm just really good at this. As soon as you pick up a paddle. Like, anyone can pick up a paddle and hit the ball back over the net. I also am in the middle of my main sport season anyway. Which is Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So. But anyway, on topic of the podcast existing. It's back. It's back. Are we committed to it? I'm committed. Um, I mean, we did record like 130 episodes in a row without missing a week. It was pretty good. So, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> this isn't even going. See? It is going. It's going. No, why? No, it's not. What oh, is happening? Test. So you can fix. Okay, weird. All right. It's because we're rusty because we haven't podcasted. Yeah, you're right. We, this is the... What, we were gone for like three weeks, two weeks? We missed two episodes. So this is the first time in like those three, almost three years we missed an uh, episode. Yeah. Three, pretty good. Almost three, two and a half years. It's pretty good. So this is the start of season three of the Brothers Catcher podcast. We've already been into season three. No, pretty sure it just started. Well, season three had probably like had 20 episodes, maybe. Okay. 12, between 12 and 20. Welcome to season three, second half, like it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's A and B. <laughs> this is 3B. Yeah, so we had the mid-season finale. Yeah. In fact, we foreshadowed that we were going to go on a break with the titles know, of, that, weird. of our episode. Now, what is... It's just a fly. It wasn't exactly... It's right in your ear, though. <laughs> I think we l- named three episodes ago. The podcast was, like, penultimate episode. And then it was, like, an episode that had nothing to do with it. And then the best ability... And it was, like, gone. Then we were just gone. I was like, oh, man. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Did they just quit? We'll have a final episode before we give it up. We'll agree to that. What would the final episode be, though? Well, like, we'll announce it. I mean, like, there'll be an announcement on an episode where we'll be like... Or even, like, plans, like, in the middle of the episode. But, you know this what? is the last one. This is it. <laughs> we'll probably be fighting about something. <laughs> this is it! Um, but in the meantime, in the last three weeks, like, it's not... You know, it's funny. Like, I feel like when we record week to week, we get back, it's like, so much has happened in the Dude, world. Dude, nothing has happened I in three like, weeks. Really, the world's been the exact same. Dude, now, there's been some, stagnant. like, silly things, but everything's pretty much the same. Although, it made me just feel like that to me, because, like, the last, like, two years now, the real, let's not say two years, last, like, year, last six months, specifically, 
I've never been busier. Yeah. In terms of like all the stuff you have to do. There's no free time. I mean, I do have free time, but that free time is accounted for. Like, there are things I'm trying to get done in that free time. Mm-hmm. So it's really just like I wake up early every day. There's no sl- like my day of like sleeping in is like great. Get to sleep in. Wake up at eight o'clock to go to the gym. Yeah. And then it's like every waking minute is accounted for, and I get it in terms of. Not that I'm a rich CEO by any means, <laughs> but those people who are like the, you gotta be working, work, 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 working. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can see how it's like fun. Like, it, like, well, if you're doing things that you enjoy doing and you're, on yeah, the go if you enjoy the thing, like, I, so as busy as I've been, it's not like, um, oh, I need a break. I'm just, just get it done. Like, I'm enjoying it every day. Do, Juggle. Well, all the work we've done together, you've never experienced that. No, it was the end of that. It's what we're doing now. Like, it's just juggling a lot of different things. You are doing that. Like, co-owning a business with you and then handling all that stuff. Doing my own stuff for a new job, plus another venture that trying to get that off the ground. Ah, just a lot. So it's been, you know. Oh, boy. There's a guest. There's a guest knocking on the podcasting studio door. Will she start screaming if I just don't answer it? Who Uncle, is it? Uncle Frankie. Who is it? That's not Uncle Frankie. Uncle Frankie's right here. It's me. It's me. Me who? Who's me? <laughs> I think it's Rose. Hey Rose, what are you doing? Where are your shoes? They're here. You took them off. You wanna come sit with me? You come sit with me. Come here. Well, actually, hold on. You gotta shut the door. I gotta shut the door. I have to. Rose and she's gonna sit on Uncle Frankie's lap. This is so sweet. You pooped? You did poop? Nice. On my arm? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. nice. Cool. <sighs> so, like, Trump is still kicking DeSantis's ass. Uh, they're, the DeSantis campaign is really falling apart. I don't know if you saw the stuff What's with the Tucker point? and the GOP candidates. That was pretty cool. I saw... Here's the thing. I don't... I see all of it. But I don't... I, I scroll like, so fast past it, I've... I have no training camp. Yeah, like I'm. <sighs> here's the Biden thing. literally oh, fell asleep like mid second. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, here's the thing. Credit to the Democrats. They don't yeah. crab poop. They don't have to do anything. They're kind of in a holding pattern right now. Like, listen, let's just get Biden to this election. Yeah, get him through it. On the Republican side. Trump doesn't have to do anything. He's like, let these idiots figure their stuff they out. They just keep adding charges and criminals. So, like, we, we're kind of just in this period of, like, we all know, like, no one, it's nothing is official. Rose, we're trying to podcast and you're being what? rude. Yeah, we're go- we want to go crabbing, too. That's the crab traps. That's not crab poop. There's no poop in there. Okay. She's <laughs> just saying crab poop. She just like saying crab poop. Can you take your passy out? There's no crab poop in there. <laughs> You're being silly. <laughs> this is this is pot. This is like her on-air personality. Yeah. Stop what? We're talking. No, I got to talk on the podcast, though. It's part of what we have to do. Um. So yeah, it's just like this weird thing of like nothing is official, but we all know what it's gonna be. So it's like it's just gonna be Trump versus Biden in twenty twenty four. So let's just ride out and hope. Let's just all hope nothing and happens. Determine whether or not now. Democrats get to arrest Donald Trump on the and, like, side. Throw him in jail. They forever. really are trying to figure out like 
how can we escalate this war with Russia? Yes. But other than that, really nothing. You're a big girl. Don't fall and crack your head on the cement. That would be terrible. The girl would be hurt, girl. Um, and then outside of that, like it's just been. Get out of here, mosquito. Oh, you probably just stopped your. You better check your mic after you hit the wire with that. No, mic's good. There's been like no. Oh, the pop culture stuff. Like this, there's been the sound of freedom controversy. What, Rose? What are you doing? I'm gonna have to put you in the house. We're trying to record. No, no. Yeah, I'm gonna put you in the house. You're too loud. Josh. What, baby? There's no crab poop. <laughs> there's, there's no crab poop. I don't know what you're talking about. Crab poop. No, there's no no. Yeah, hold. All right, show hold. me. That's crab poop. Oh, you need an uncle Frankie to hold so you can point. You're not even pointing to the right thing. A crab. Where's the crab poop? I don't know. It's right there. Yeah. Oh, that's the crab poop. No, that's just rust. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's no crab poop. It's not crab Say there's no crab poop. It's not. It's just rust. Yeah. Look at that. Now we just say rust. That's crab poop. Okay. <laughs> I crap. It's not that I crapped. You went crabbing, and now you're really excited about crabs. And their poop, apparently. Was you going to tell people how you went crabbing? Yeah. Say, so, yeah, talk about it. You don't have okay. to yell. It's a microphone. Just talk about what you I did. I got crab poop. Did you catch any crabs? Yeah. Yeah? I crab poop in the sea. Who was there? Who'd you crab with? I crab poop. But crab. Who'd you crab with? Who was I there? It's a crab poop. Was Uncle Frankie there? Yeah. Who else? Uncle Frankie. It's a crab poop. Was TT there? No. Yeah, she was. TT was there. Remember? Yeah. So TT was there? Yeah. Rose, are you drunk? <laughs> Rose, what have you been? What have you been into? She also the context of this. She's also wearing a Spider-Man costume, which is really funny. What? A, a female Spider-Man costume because we assign gender roles here. You know, I I haven't said anything about that. <laughs> but I what? Thought, I'm trying to talk to people. But I have thought about it. You guys have not shied away about putting Rose in dresses. It's her choice. We put her in what she wants. If she wanted it to be more like... Yeah, she if she if sometimes she's like, I want to wear shorts, and she'll pick out shorts. What? But she likes really girly things. Rose, I'm going to put you in the house. All right, Rose, this is it. This bit is getting old. You have to go in the house. You have to go in the house now. You can't stay in the garage. No, because you're talking too much. You want to just sit down? You can sit in the garage with us. I don't even know if her voice even comes through. I mean, I'm sure what she yells at. What? 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 Sorry, Are you calling her Sal? Are you calling him Sal? Yeah, she sometimes will call me Uncle Sal because the other because her cousins call me Uncle Sal. Sal. So she'll be like Uncle Sal, I'll be like that's not who I am to you. Sal. 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 saying stop. Uncle Sal. Oh no, they're just saying Uncle Sal. Uncle Sal, first of all, and it's Uncle not. Sal. First of all, it's Uncle Sal. Second of all, it's not Uncle Sal. 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 That's better. Yeah, Sal. more like that. But that's not what you call me. You Rose, call what's me your name? I, she said I'm a girl. What's your name? I girl. You girl. What? You girl. Nope, not girl. You boy. I'm boy. You boy. Yep. Mommy girl. Yeah, mommy's, mommy's girl. girl. What about TT? Carmen's a boy. She's a girl. T.T.'s a girl. Rest of Freaky. Boy. <laughs> Rest Maristella. Maristella's a girl. Rest Omi. I think. Omi's a girl. Yeah. Rest of Freaky. Uncle Frankie? Is that, is that Uncle who? Frankie? Rest of Freaky. I don't know who that is. Oh, Freaky. Uncle Frankie. Oh, Uncle 
John and Philip. Yeah. Oh, John and Philip are boys. What'd you? That's not. You didn't say John and Philip. <laughs> say it again. Darth You're not even close with that. Darth <laughs> No. John. Say John. 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 Do your end. J. J. Say J. Get, get do the end J. at the end. J. Where is she? Huh? What? It, where is she or what is she? A girl. She's a girl. <laughs> what? What's Mimi? Mimi's a girl. girl. Why Papa? Papa's a boy. boy. What about Nanny? Uh, why Papa? Boy. What's Nanny? Girl. Any other questions? <laughs> Those are all the people you know, I think. I don't think you know anyone. What about, what about Aunt Mary? Does she get called Aunt Yeah, Mary? what's May? What's Mary? May a girl. Yeah, girl. you know. What about what, Quinn? What's Quinn? What's Quinn? Huh? What's Quinn? Quinn's a boy. Yeah, Quinn's, Quinn's a, a boy. boy. Yeah. Is he a good boy? No, it's a boy. <laughs> He's a boy, not a good boy. Quinn, Quinn a boy. Carmen's a boy? No. Yes. Uh, a Quinn a boy. Who? A, a Quinn a girl. I don't know what you're saying. That is a Quinn. That is Quinn. Yep. That is a two. Oh, ha. 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 Three. All right, Rose. Hmm? Why don't you go back inside to Mom? <gasps> no, I'm not staying. All right, then stay. Okay. Here, put that in your mouth. Yeah. So I'll start because Dad made you take that out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, she just started just going crazy. All right. Sorry. Let's sit down. Sit. Good. All right. <sighs> okay, you ready? I'm ready. At least we haven't been nuked. Okay, you stop, stop, stop. Do you think we will be? No. Right? feels like it's just yeah, But, I mean, if we were, it feels like that stuff would have happened already. Yeah. And that would just be it anyway, so there's no point in even playing for it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Rose, you did it now. The problem is, do you have a treat to give her? Yes. Parenting is just bribery on a small scale over and over again until the child becomes an adult. Until they learn. (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. I've been eating chicken nuggets for ten years. And this whole time, (laughs) you've just been lying to me to eat them. So what are you going to give her if she eats her chicken nuggets? She got a lollipop. Is that enough for her? Yeah, and like they're the dum-dums. She finishes them in like six seconds now because she's like mastered the art of like just biting them and then biting them in half. It's like, I'm need another one. She has one. But that little bit of sugar on a stick is enough to, like, get her to do most things. I gotta bring her an acai bowl. <laughs> You're gonna go crazy. Um, sorry about the interruption, but, I mean, let's be honest. We haven't been here for three weeks. We're recording with children. We're having fun. It's all just relax. I enjoy having her on the podcast. I mean, what else are we going to talk about? It's a nice change of pace. She brought up more important things than we were going to say. Dude, honestly, (laughs) she kind of put... If they're... Listen. Trans community. If you're out there. (laughs) I think Rose just painted a pretty good... Like, she's not taught that. That's just kind of the way she views the world. Why are you bringing up to the trans community? It's just binary, you know? It's just... It's binary? Well, maybe not. It's boy or girl. For everybody. (laughs) <laughs> You're just taking that one case and applying it to everyone in the world? Yeah, Rose just said so. <laughs> I didn't say it. Your two-year-old daughter did. Boy, girl, boy, girl. That's it. What are you? You girl? <laughs> you boy. Boy, got it. But, I mean, you could tell her anything she'd believe you. I mean, I told her this is crab poop, and then she's been just talking, saying crab poop for the whole time. I think a mosquito bit my face. That'd be funny. Not really. It hurts. It just... But yeah, dude, there's... Like, there really hasn't been... Yeah, it's been an eventful two weeks in the news. No. Which is crazy, because I feel like it has been very often. Um, <clears throat> but ultimately, that's a good thing, because... Look, what we need to happen is to get to the end of this whole mess... And an understanding that, like, 
we're collapsing as a society. I don't know if there is a get to the end, though. No, but you know what? I've seen so many glimmers of hope recently. Like, for example, just today, I've listened to the Russell Brand podcast. And I don't always listen to Russell, but sometimes there are things he talks about or guess he has that I listen to. But he had on the Critical Drinker. Who did? Russell Brand. Had on the Critical Drinker? Yeah. That's pretty cool. To just talk about... The movie? Like, movies and film and, like, why he th- what he thinks about certain topics... From Russell Brand's point of view, from, and you know Russell Brand's got an interesting perspective on things. And listening to those two talk about just like cultural things in the specific instance of like film and media and like storytelling, <clears throat> just like a, it's encouraging to hear two people, regardless of who they are, whether or not the Russell Brand, who's incredibly influential, and the Critical Drinker, who I think is a really good like content creator in his own right. Or just two random people in the world like me and you would be talking about it. Having these kind of conversations that they had, I think, is is incredibly important and significant for, like, what the sentiment is overall in a lot of people out there. Not just me and you, not just, like, the individuals who don't feel like they have a voice. There are other people out there who feel similarly about certain things. And then secondly... The fact that these two people who do feel these ways about certain things and have really good perspectives and insights as as to the reasons why things are the way they are and how they can be improved for the better, just in this specific instance, again, of screenwriting and storytelling and things like that, and then putting that out there for other people to hear and reach the audiences that they're going to reach, I think is encouraging for, like, the future of how we get out of this situation and like specifically when they were talking about things like lack of imagination over the last decade or two decades in like Hollywood and storytelling and TV and movies and like how there hasn't been a lot of like new characters and it's been relying on old things things that we've talked a lot of people have talked about but then then even in the way they discuss it being able to think about well I mean we do have like John Wick now like that's cool there are other things that like John Wick is awesome. So, only to say that, like, even while I'm agreeing with them and thinking about it, like, I think there already are signs that, like, we've turned a corner, and that the fact that these two people are talking about it on such a, with such a large audience, and bringing up... Proves, it proves it. Yeah, and bringing up these topics in such important ways, like, talking about it in such substance, like, not just being, like, we can be ridiculous, but Russell Brand and the Critical Drinker were being so substantive about really important cultural issues. Uh, like I said, I think it's really encouraging that maybe we have kind of turned the corner. It's just a matter of like letting the rest of it play out, which is maybe why people like me and you have found it easier to kind of tune out the noise and just let what's happening happen. Okay. That's the, that's the nail on the head is like, I think we've matured a lot on this podcast. I hope so. Just from like a standpoint of like where we were, where we were going, what we went through, where we were, how it is living life. Like, recognizing, I mean, when we started this podcast, you weren't, you didn't have a kid. No. And it was just like, the political landscape was very different. And it was like this this fight of like, no, she's got to go here, it's this, it's that. And then it's like, now you're fighting these different things for different reasons. And then you just kind of go through all these things until you eventually like can't fight it any longer. And you can, it doesn't mean you don't have your opinions or not care about the, the, what's going on. It's just more of like a, an understanding of like, Hey, most of these things are going to be out of our control and we have to just let them play out and trust which is the hardest part, but just like, just trust that it will correct. It will just kind of come back. And I actually think it was maybe, I don't even remember how long ago it was, but it was Critical Drinker and he was doing like a big podcast with like a few people and they were talking about, um, we talked about it. What were they talking about? I forget if it was a movie or a show. Probably some Star Wars. Well, no, I think it was, I want to say it was She-Hulk, but I don't think it was. But maybe it was. But it's just like talking about like how bad things are. And it's like most people are like, yeah. And these aren't 
crazy people who are into politics. These are people who are into media. Going, just trying to watch it. Yeah. Like, how come all my TV shows suck? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah. How come I can't? How come I haven't seen a good movie in a decade? Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And so, if that if it starts to take hold in those areas of our culture, and people wake up to it and notice it, it will change. Did you because the, the young people want it better. I think so too. Do you see the shit that with the Sound of Freedom versus Cuties and the media coverage of the two? Yeah, it's crazy. Literally, the Bloomberg it's fucking insane. Bloomberg had an article out today that was like QAnon movies whistle with dog. It's whistle, fucking human trafficking, dude. Whatever. What are we yeah. talking about? So like that's what they said. But the guy who wrote it is literally works for like a pro pedophile organization, well, of course he does. and like has. Like a well, headline in Bloomberg from a, two years ago that's like "Cuties" is a great movie that's misunderstood by right wingers, and it's like that okay. same author is like, "This movie is bad. <laughs> yeah. Don't go see this movie." And it's like it's so look, it's very transparent. Exactly. It's like it's so hard to not want to be like. How do you expect people to not be knee jerk reactionaries? When, when well, I think they want them they to goad be. They goad it. Yeah, so, like, from my perspective, like, I... Look, uh, you actually, gonna... to be honest, you can't convince me it's not done on, uh, as a marketing campaign from the movie. Maybe. <laughs> like, hey, how are we going to get more people to come see our movie? Make a let's, lot of pedophiles tear it apart. And let's make videos of, like, theaters not playing. Yeah, like, movie. if this were a big budget there's movie, no way that's, that's what actually, I would think, yeah. There's no way that's, <clears throat> a, that's actually happening. There's no way theaters are not playing this movie. That's crazy. Do you see the shit? Like, the fire alarms going off and, like, bomb threats? I think it's threats. all... It's all propaganda? Not propaganda. I just think it's, like, it's kind of well, I marketing. Think it's, I think it's hype. Yeah, I think a lot of that is hype. But I think that the reason why initially this movie gained steam... First of all, it was going to gain steam, gain steam anyway because the, re- the religious right in this country really likes this James Sivatel guy. And they've been hyping this movie since before it was coming out. It was crowdfunded. And so the criticism that this is some right-wing movie is valid. You can say it because, fine, it is. It is. It's very popular among the right-wing in this country. God forbid one movie out there is kind of a right-wing movie. I would say that's red <laughs> a red flag for the left-wing. <laughs> Why don't you guys care about human trafficking? So, okay. And It'd this be guy- one thing if it was like a right-wing movie and it was about like giving tax breaks to billionaires. But it's only a right-wing movie in the sense that, like, it's marketed to and for a right-wing audience. But, like, everything else is marketed to and for general left-wing audiences. And, like, they don't even realize it's marketed to general... And this isn't... And, again, like, this isn't really being heavily marketed to right-wing audiences. It's just, like, the built-in audience of this movie was inherently right-wing people. And they spread the word via their social media networks to say, oh, there's a human trafficking movie out. And it was similar networks to the QAnon movement. So it makes sense why people on the left would be like, there's a QAnon movie. I get it. But you would think that rational people, and this is not anything I've ever accused the left of being, but you would think that rational people would stop for a second and be like, I'm about to say that this movie, knee-jerk reaction, is some right-wing QAnon movie. I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. Maybe I should wait. But from everything I've heard about the movie, because I haven't seen it, I don't really care. Maybe I won't see it. And I like the QAnon movement. I won't And I believe in Pizzagate. So you would think I'd be someone, I gotta go see this movie. I'd be pushing it to all my friends and family. Like, I don't give a shit. See it. Don't see it. Whatever. I'm probably not going to see it for a while if I ever see it. But the fact that it's, because it dabbles in this topic that's been coded on the left of being right wing, they all lose the ability to, like, have that... (laughs) ability to stop themselves from just like rejecting it outright and it paints them really poorly because from everything I've heard about this movie again I haven't seen it is that it's really not political at all it doesn't dive into the topic of sex trafficking no. child sex trafficking in the way that I've QAnon... people on the right be like this movie's a uh, is actually for it pedophilia yeah. it's like pro pedophilia left wing movie and it's like what because, is going on because it doesn't Tie it into any global no. conspiracy. There's no like network it's of elite people. It's just like, hey, people. human trafficking is bad. Yeah, and like that's a good message or whatever. But like the surrounding controversy is so. If it was my movie, I'd be like, no, your politicians. George Soros is drinking the blood children. of infants. But like, I don't. Yeah. 
It would be like my my sound of freedom would be like Hillary Clinton's in the basement of Comet Ping Pong right now. There's eight thousand feet. There really was a her. basement. <laughs> so like, don't tell me this is a QAnon movie. I know better. Well, that's kind of the irritating <laughs> thing to me. That was like they they've been sloppily building a Jenga tower, and it's like just throw these QAnon right wing labels and stuff. But it's like. First of all, you didn't watch the movie. Second of all, you don't actually know what QAnon is. It's like it's, it's just, just everything bad. It's just thing on top of thing, and it's like well, you don't actually know anything. So like, therefore, anytime you speak now, it can't actually be counted as a real thing. I agree. I have, an, I have another important question. What? Do you, do you notice how baggy my pants are? Yeah, they're extra large. Yeah, because you're buying extra larges now. Uh. These were on the clearance rack for four dollars. Like I knew. elephant legs. Those <laughs> are like your elephant man. You have elephant titus only in your legs. Look how high on the waist. I'm tied. Was it worth the four dollars? Yeah, man. These are comfy as hell. Also, are you not sweating? They're pretty warm. <laughs> it's the middle of summer. It's July. It's ninety degrees and eighty-seven percent humidity. I got my long johns on. They're the flannels. Hey, look, your your boxers have sweat stains on them. <laughs> no, good thing I got my wool pants on. <laughs> uh, speaking of media, though, <laughs> and talking about, like, how nothing is good, and, like, there hasn't been, like, good movies and stuff. Yeah. Sal, there's What'd a show. What'd you watch? There's a show. Is it the one with that guy named Carmen? Bear? Yeah, man. You like that show? It's weird. I've it's... watched it. Through okay. Rachel watching it while I've played Pokemon. So, so I've heard it. So it's weird. I I love the show. Okay. Legitimately love it. I think it's the best thing I've watched. They swear too much for me. I think that's coming from me, who swears more than almost I any think, human alive. I think it's the best thing I've watched since Breaking Bad. He's been locked in a freezer for six episodes. Not not including Game of Thrones, because Game of Thrones sits on its own pedestal. Is that the main character who's been in the freezer? Yeah. Only at the end, though. Also, that's spoiler alert. Uh, so I don't even know it's a spoiler. I just know it happened. It's a spoiler. Um, but the interesting thing is, it, it's not getting enough attention. But at the same time, there's like this whole That's a new. <laughs> there's this like whole new crop of people online talking You're about like, how, like on it? not shitting on it, just like it's not that good. It's like, does it what are you child, watching? Does it involve child sex trafficking? No. Then I, I just don't understand like, why they don't like it. What? What could these people be watching that, like, this show isn't good? Because there's not a lot of good stuff on TV. And if you don't think this is good... Is it better or worse than Severance? Oh, it's better. Severance was the last from, one I watched. From, like... Play. You might enjoy the story of Severance better. Like, that might be a thing. You might like the narrative of Severance better. But from a... From a character development, writing... Uh, filmography is that the right word? Filmography, no. Cinematography, that's the word. Editing, the 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 all the technical aspects of what goes into making a television show, you like is so freaking good. Hey, hold on, I gotta answer this. So yeah, Bear is good. What else? Bear, well, it does seem when I do see it. And like, pay attention because like I have like looked at it for extended periods of time while it's playing. It seems like a good show. It's very good, and I I understand that there are people who probably watch and go, "Eh, this isn't for me." Like I don't think it's a show that like, oh, you have to watch the bear. It's fan. It's you're gonna love it. I don't think it is that type of show, but I do think it deserves every ounce of respect and award it will win. For what it does, episode to episode, story to story, I know character. Who work in restaurants really like it. It's also like a lot of like the theme of it is like chaos. Yeah, and like filming chaos in a kitchen, like it's close quarter. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you translate that to the TV? Like, how do you make it feel like as a viewer, you are like in this kitchen, like with your anxiety pumping going holy shit like why can't we and it's like they figured out a way to do that just via like the only other these long takes with fast cuts it's crazy the only other show that's good at that is Bar Rescue 
Oh, I fucking love Bar Rescue, man. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I saw John Taffer? Yeah, John Taffer. And he, like, he was, like, basically in disguise walking a tiny little dog. <laughs> and I walked past him, and I was just staring at him. Like, I saw him, like, walking towards me for, like, a good, like, minute. I'm just staring at him going, is that John Taffer? <laughs> and then as I passed him, I just, like, looked at him like this, and he looked at me like this. <laughs> He's like, this guy recognizes And then as soon as I passed him, I, I was like, oh, busted. fuck it, that was John Taffer. <laughs> Speaking of other media, because uh, I only talk about like three franchises: Pokemon, uh, Star Wars. Yes, this might be the only two. Harry Potter, I've talked about. Hmm. You've talked about Game of Thrones more than Harry Potter. Or four franchises. Uh, which one do you I want won- to talk about now? <laughs> I won my last battle when, when you got here. I was in the middle of an intense battle. It was my fourth battle of the afternoon since I've gotten home. Like I was able to squeeze four battles in. Do you feel like you wasted your money? On no, because Starfield's still on the Xbox, and I played a lot of Diablo. Starfield's coming though. Not as much as you play Pokemon on Nintendo Switch, which is like there's new Nintendo coming out too soon. They've announced it. You gotta get that so you can play Pokemon on that. It's gonna be like, what the rumors are is that it's gonna be a Switch. Like, it's gonna have all the... The Switch? Best console. First of all, have I sent you... I sent you the history of Pokemon video. Yeah. That video, like, made me almost emotional at times, which was weird. Like, I didn't expect to, like... Only at the beginning. Like, when I learned about how much this guy... Loved bugs. Did... To get Pokemon off the ground, like I thought about myself and like what a piece of shit I am, because like I would never do work like that hard. Dude, for I would have given up immediately. You said no to my idea. And like, All right, like, then my idea's dead. Yeah. What, what an awful idea I had. This guy like no Pokemon, like and stuck with it. Like did it a million different, just like kept going, which is cool. Um, and like I love Pokemon, so like it touched me. I was like, oh man, this guy gave me something I really enjoyed because he really enjoyed something. It's really yeah. cool. And now he's probably like doing cocaine of a stripper's yeah. asshole right now. He's just like, like <laughs> fucking Pikachu, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> oh my god. But, uh, there are, so supposedly it's supposed to be like the Switch, and I think the Switch is like Nintendo's best thing they've ever done. Like, I really have become so fond of the Switch. The, the ability to put it in and out of that stand, TV to handheld, and how good the experience is with any game you play. It's the future of gaming. And Xbox knows it, PlayStation know it. They're both trying to figure out ways that they can do it. They but Nintendo's about to put out their new Nintendo because they do it in the odd cycle. So like you would think if Nintendo's comes out in about a year and a half to two years, then it, that gives you about two years before the Xbox and PlayStation start to announce theirs. It is, it is funny that like PlayStation and Xbox are always behind Nintendo. In certain like, ways. When, when Nintendo came out with the Wii... PlayStation was like, oh shit, motion we need motion control. Xbox was like, like, fuck, we okay, need motion control. But the, Ninten- but the Nintendo Switch, to its detriment, does still look like an N64 at times. Like, it's like, but they don't care about that. Okay, but While the new PlayStation Switch- and Xbox, all they care about is like GPUs and what am I running, the graphics and all the engines. And Nintendo's Rumor- like, how fun can we make this? Rumor has it the new Nintendo is going to have modern generation graphics. It doesn't need it, but sure, that's cool. But if it, if like the next Pokemon game is coming out on a system that can produce graphics that are not even, doesn't even have to be like in the same ballpark of what my Xbox can do, because I've told you how impressive I think that is. But even if it looks like a PS4 at times, like that's the Pokemon I've told you how I want a Pokemon game that like from the Pokemon game. Yeah. Give me really, really good graphics. Mm Hmm. First person VR. Yeah. And semi loose. Not like a, v- a version of a VR game. Give me Grand Theft Auto. No, give me just Pokemon. like Pokemon on a track like it is. Like it's open world, but it's also just like go beat these gyms. You can do it at your leisure. You can travel around. Go get your Pokemon. Teach it how to cut so you can cut down the tree to get to here. Do all those things. But with a really high graphic VR. And I'm standing... While my Pokemon are battling, I'm just standing there, like, staring up my Charizard. While they're battling. Yeah, I Give wish, me that. I do wish the battle animations were a little bit more... Like, they went a little further with how these battles look. Like, even, like, if it looked like the anime a little, it'd be fun. Um, but, look, Game Freak isn't 
is that kind of company. But I will say, I've played so much of Scarlet and Violet now, and like I've been battling, and like this team that I've built is my favorite team. And I, I have told you about the Palisand team that I've ran, where Palisand is impossible to hit, and it's really fun. Recently, so since season four has started in this meta, where you have all the old Pokemon back and all this stuff, people have been running Articuno. Ooh. Because Articuno has the same power that my Polisand has, but the snow version. So, like, when you're in snow, he can't you're hard to hit. And, like, when I'm in sand, my Palisand was hard to hit. So I built this whole team, and it had half snow, half sand. So and you were case, running Articuno, too? No, but in case it got switched to snow, I could play with certain ice Pokemon. Um, and that team got me to Master Ball, and it was pretty good. But after I got to Master Ball, I wanted to build a new team, and I was trying to decide what I was going to do. So I decided I wanted to lean. The sand was just so fun, because I had, do you know the Hippodon Pokemon? It's a big hippo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The prior evolution of him is a little hippo, and it's really cute. So I leveled one up to level 100 and gave it an Eviolite to play it on my team. And I went pure Sandstorm, because when it comes into battle, it sets Sandstorm. And it starts the sand. And I also gave him the move Fissure, which even though he doesn't have a high attack, it's a one-hit KO no matter what. If it hits, it's only a 30% accurate move, though. And I ran that team for a long time. And what I found was... He's an older Pokemon, right, Hippodon? Yeah. He, I think he's like generation, generation three, like two three or, three. or four. Um, but yeah, I was using the Hippopodos, the little baby Pippo. And what I was trying to say, actually, Palisand was, like, kind of the one Pokemon that I wasn't getting the most play out of. Like, I was leaving him on the bench. I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to make him fit most of the Get time. Get him in the mix. And, like, it's not that he wasn't good when he wasn't. Like, there were some games where he was... It's just because of the reliability of his... What he brought to the table. Because it's, like, even though he is harder to hit... He still gets He hit. still gets hit. So, like... And when he gets hit... I need him to be in matchups where I know he's not going to die in one hit. And then, but sometimes, like, I don't know. Like, and the other Pokemon were so good in the sand that it just made more sense to bring the other Pokemon. So I eventually put Polisand on the bench, swapped out the Hippo with a Tyranitar, and have been using this new sand team for a while. And I have been, like, on hot streaks. Like, last night I went 7-0 and for a while. I was, I just went 2-2 two and two just now, which isn't great. But, like, just been, like, really having some good matches with it and it's like feeling like if I can tweak it a little bit take it on the road go to competition listen one day you'll be you at this rate you gotta get into like the top 100 well I'm not I'm not even close to that yet you'll get there I was well I mean the way the ladder ranks like I'll probably you the way you slide up and down it like I probably won't get that high, but like I watch some of the YouTubers I watch who have significant followings are bounce around the ranks where I have been or will be at times. So like, but like the the number one guy in the world right now is ranked like eighty three on the actual ladder, or like one hundred and four. Like it just is, it's inconsistent because you're not going to win one hundred percent of your matches, and like you have to play twenty four hours. A Why day. is he number one? Because he's probably won the most tournaments and world. Like he's a prior world champion winner, and he has been number one on the ladder for significant amounts of time. You probably have to be so good to be number one. It's ridiculous. Like, what you have to know. It's funny because the more I'm playing Pokemon, the more... And I said this to you a few weeks ago about how I think it's a legitimate sport. Or a legitimate... It's so legitimate. It's, it's like watching chess online. I was going to say, it's a, as legitimate as chess. Like, whatever chess gets classified as is, like, a really strategic game. It's just... A, it's probably more... Stri- no, I wouldn't say more, but it's but right the, up there. But the way the competitive game is going up right now on the... Just on the, the Nintendo Switch, Pokemon Scarlet, you go on the rank and you battle. Like, it's so fun and intense. And then you walk... Like, I... I, I can't... I can't complain... I understand that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet got a lot of criticism for and it's there's so much room for Pokemon to improve, which is why I think the hatred for this new generation of games is probably overblown because 
for all the things you can criticize it for, this game is incredibly fun. The actual competitive game is so well balanced. The end game, there's so much to do. The game is so big and immense. And then, like, you just get these ideas for the ways that... Like, there's no six Pokemon ranked ladder. And there needs to be. Like, why can't I battle 6v6? Or, like, doubles or singles. Like, that is something that they added. It would be so much more fun. There's no, like... The graphics we were talking about. The graphics are so old. It's buggy at times. Like, I literally fell through the map the other day. Like... (laughs) Yeah, I get it. It's a broken game, but it's also a big game made by a tiny... Well, it's not tiny anymore. Not, but it was. But the video game portion of it, it's that's what you got to understand. Like, the Pokemon Company isn't really a video game studio. They're like a guy who liked bugs. <laughs> and the people he hired to make video games, and he taught himself at a... They're movies, out TV shows, games. theme park rides, <laughs> t-shirts, toys, they're everything. So... But if you catch me on the ladder, I play under the name Linus. I have a team with uh, Sandstorm on it. Right now, my Sandsetter's Tyranitar, though. We got rid of that hippo. Do you remember Tyranitar? Dude's a beast. I do remember Tyranitar. I just got hit with a wall of tiredness out of nowhere. That's it. It's that time. We'll see you next time.
Alright, I wanted to start the post with a question. Okay. Have you tried the new McDonald's cheesy bacon quarter pounder jalapeno thing? Nope. No. It's terrible. I'm not surprised whenever they modify the quarter pounder, it's never good. McDonald's sucks at making new stuff. Wendy's has a ghost pepper chicken sandwich that's that one's actually good. really good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, Taco Bell's king at making new items. Yeah. But McDonald's bad. Spider girl. What are you doing? Spider girl. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't. I don't stray off my McDonald's order very often. Yeah, I don't blame you. Stick to what I like. Yeah, I just was wondering. Um, did you watch Boone's interview today? Yeah, it was. It was like comical at times. I, I really dislike him. <laughs> he's I like so. Him. The problem is, I like him. He's so <laughs> smug. I don't think he's smug. Yeah, I think he really you, knows the game. He's a big baseball. Yeah, player. when you uh, when you manage the team. But he's right, and he's kind of having fun with it. No, he's not. He's a dickhead. He's awful. In certain in certain things he's saying, he's not wrong. Sometimes I dislike him more than I dislike yeah, Cashman. Yeah, oh my God. You have a bow. It's so pretty. It's a Yeah, it fell off, though. It's a It's hard to understand when you're talking that in your mouth. It's a Yeah, I know what you're saying, but... It's a Yeah, it fell off Mommy's present. I know. Thank you. Anyway. What? What am I doing? I'm recording a podcast. Boone is a... I just... He's I, just he, look, he's furniture. What do you mean? Like, he's like... It doesn't matter. Like, it, like he's, he's decorative. He's just in the room. He's on the ship and it's sinking... But he is not contributing to the sinking, and he's not preventing it from sinking. He's just also sinking with the ship. But, like, you're why, just mad at the ship. But why is his job to be like, we're not sinking? <laughs> it would be nice if he was like, yeah, we're all sinking. I said it the other day. I was like, I wish you just come up like, well, I don't know. We just suck. <laughs> like, the ends are like, no, no, we still control our destiny. It's like, no, you don't. Like, you suck. <laughs> The the line of we'll get where we need to go is if you so turn bad. It's a completely different team. You control your destiny. Yeah, it's so bad. But I mean, like when Aaron Judge plays, if they win seventy percent of the like, game, and I really don't even care about like the managing standpoint of like should you have walked a ton or should you not have walked. A ton? Couldn't care less. You should have. It doesn't matter. You should have. But you know what? If you want to play the. He only hits a home run 10% of the time, which is crazy. That's so high for a home run percentage. To act like that's, like, it's not 90%. It's 10%. No one hits home runs 10% of the time. And Aaron Judge like, doesn't hit home runs 10% of the time. you've already seen him twice, and he has a home run. So, like, like it's getting, the percentages are getting up there. <laughs> yeah, like, a big spot. He's probably going to hit a home run. <laughs> this is going to end so poorly for you, Rose. You know you're going to fall and get hurt, right? Oh well, God, that's wire. Okay, Has now it what? Stop recording because no, we just messed with the link. No one's going. <laughs> it's locked, Rose. You want me to let you in? Yeah, I'll let you in. All right, thanks for the guest host, Rose. No, Aaron Boone's a big old idiot. And it just annoys me that he gets to act all like, we're fine. Yeah, sure, we haven't been playing great, but our base running is good, even though it's not. <laughs> he didn't say that. Our batting, our, pff, God, we have hitters up and down this lineup. They're going to hit. I know they haven't hit for years now, but they're going to hit. We know they're going to hit. Look, what else are you going to say? What, what, Peraza? <laughs> yeah, he looked good last night, but like, you know. Whatever. It's just baseball. But listen, when he compared this year, he's like, you know, in 2021, that 2021 team is one of the worst Yankee teams I've ever witnessed. And, like, we still made the playoffs. It's not about making the playoffs. No one, does, is that not what they realize? 
Do they well, not realize to, they, to them it obviously is about making the playoffs. To the re- do they not realize that but the they're fan not, base they're not even doing doesn't that right give now. a fuck if they make the playoffs. Has nothing to do with it. Yeah, we want we want everything or nothing. I'd rather have nothing. <laughs> I'd rather than lose. Then I could fire you. I'm being terrible. Um, I don't know, man. I listened to Francesca's podcast on it after they lost the Rocky series. And it was his like stuff on the Yankees and Mets was really good, and then he like started talking about just like his career and and like it just started it just made me so depressed because it was like such a sad ramble and like he's only got like a thousand viewers on YouTube and his podcast probably gets more listeners than us but like not much that's not saying a lot <laughs> it's probably, and it's probably it's not that much more <laughs> like it's more <laughs> but like. And it was just really sad to listen to Francis to be like, I own horses, and I've had a lot of success, and like, I have these dreams, but I'm happy I got to do radio in the city I love, and like an empty podcast. Dude, well, Joe Beningo's still on the fan. Like, they probably could give Mike a slot if they wanted to. They just Everyone would love it, too. Yeah, Mike's awesome. Like, he's a dickhead. But, but like, also, like, dude, you're a millionaire. Who cares? Just, like, just go be that you know no but go but listen it's his passion is to go shit talk about sports on the radio and he's good at from a yankee perspective he's the voice he's always was he's like the, voice the best the voice yes so like his podcast he's not he's, the voice of the yankee, he's the voice for the yankee fan he has a more really, so than gotta, anybody he understands it he gets it more so than anybody. and he's rational and level-headed you know who the worst is who michael k yeah well michael k is a kind of a propagandist although he he doesn't he doesn't like a hundred percent spin for the Yankees, but he like eighty like, percent sometimes. Yes, and it's like, like oh he God. won't go where this like the lineup fans want to so go, bad and no one understands why. We're like, all yeah, just like, scratching he'll our never, heads. He'll like, never blame Cashman for any of it. No it's one like, understood. We were saying this for and how come every fan for the last two years have been saying this team is not good and the offense is gonna. Did you gonna see suck. the? Did you see the Mike the Mike Exissa tweet? No, it made me so like sad. Because it really is, like, a shame. But, yeah, so, like, they want to make the playoffs, but they're right now currently sitting outside the playoff picture, and they're trying to sell you this idea that, like, we're right there. Well, I didn't know the goal was to, like, squeak into the playoffs by the slimmest possible margin. I thought it was, like... Put the best possible team out there, win as many games as possible, and like definitely win on the, the division. But like, if, but once we're in the playoffs, we're winning it all. John Boy was like, he's like, yeah, like I mean, your aspirations, oh, like your aspirations are just to be as good as we can. Well, they're not very good right now. What does that mean? Like you're settling. He was like, so you're gonna just settle for the wild card? And they're like, well, <laughs> probably. <laughs> This tweet makes me so sad. The Yankees went to Game 7 of the ALCS in 2017, had a roster loaded with talented young players, one of the best farm systems in the game, and as little money on the books as they've had in a long time. They turned it into this. And that's really the point. It's not even so much about what they are now. It's about what they've done to it's not get a lot here. To show for it, like this window opened and closed, and like nothing. Like you got nothing out really, of it. It was pretty ugly. You got nothing out of it. You never reached the pinnacle. You like you opened the, the best window, player you were able to produce it. out of this window trade, sell off, buy deadlines, sign. Outside of Aaron Judge is Glaber Torres, and Glaber Torres is fine. He's a fine baseball player. He has a sub eight hundred OPS. It is not like he is. And that's good for a shortstop, and it's a okay for a second baseman. It's fine. So good, but like, but like, that's your best. That's your <laughs> best player right now. Well, you signed Cole, and you traded for Giancarlo, and he was good for a little bit when he was healthy. In between the bad, a lot of bad. Dude, Rizzo's so bad. Bader's not good, which is like exactly what you knew Bader was going to be. It's like he was electric I in like, the playoffs. I like the few minutes Bader wasn't terrible, but like Bader wasn't... Look, you made that trade and no Knowing one thought he's not Bader, gonna hit. Bader wasn't going to be an offensive beast. The, the propaganda is really what the Yankees are best at because it's not... Because they're not... They, for the last seven years, they haven't been anywhere near as good as they've sold everyone on. And then every move they make in peace they add, it's they worse. oversell. 
It's and more like okay, so like then when Bader the Bader trade was made, like everyone was kind of well, well, it's weird because you kind of could use Montgomery, but okay, let's see where this goes. And then when Bader's hurt the whole time and Montgomery's pitching well, it's like well, wait till Bader gets back, and then you start selling this and then, idea. Bader, but, and then Bader comes and they got back. lucky because Bader came back and was off. good, and it was a short period of time, and then like he gets hurt again, and then you could sell the ideas like, but Bader's a game changing piece. Like it's like. I'm almost convinced that they like the injuries. Well, that's why we... I This goes back to the 2020 season with the Talkman-Luke Voigt stuff. Was that 2020? That was 2019. Because the, what I used to say then... That was the then, next man up, Yankees. What I used to say then is, like, Cashman prefers this because he can look like a genius and we have no expectations. He like, loved Cashman the Talkman. Cashman would rather pull people's shit from their scrap heaps and have them squeak to the wild card because he could say, well, look at Frankie Calhoun. Fr- uh, look at all these second-rate players that I was able to make into decent players. Sure, we weren't that good, but, I mean, all our good players weren't there, and we had these that bad players. But, like, that's why if but he's I... eventually built a roster out so of So why does this. he want to play... Why does he still want to be the GM of the Yankees? Go be the GM of the fucking Mariners. Like, no one wants you here. <laughs> And I don't think you want to be here. I think he does want to be here. He loves the Yankees. I don't believe it. I don't believe he loves the Yankees. I think I think he loves himself. <laughs> I don't think there's a person on the planet who likes Brian Cashman as much as Brian I think he Cashman. thinks he's a steward of the Yankee brand. I mean, he thinks he's good. I think he thinks. He doesn't think that there's another GM that could have gotten this team to the playoffs for the last 20 years consistently. Now, I don't know if that's he's prob- I actually think... Listen, I... I'll, I'm not gonna say I hate Cashman, but I strongly dislike him, and I've him gone forever. Right in that regard, like what he's done, there's some there's some really bad teams that have made it that weren't totally on him. But these last five to seven years should show you everything you need to know. Guy is terrible. Well, it's just that at the building buck, a roster. The buck has been passed a lot now, and there's nowhere else for the buck to go. Really, like. It's the, it was Girardi. It's like, dude, how many more people can we blame? It it's was you. The coach. We we trained the, we tra- our whole was, medical staff. We got rid of. Staff. We brought in some guy who's like invented ways to keep players healthy. No. <laughs> you, our whole our whole farm system, our all our like uh, prospect management, all that stuff. New doesn't matter. Can't develop a prospect if it to save your life. No. Although Peraza looked good yesterday. Dude, Peraza looked awesome yesterday. But I don't think they're the, the prospect. But that's the highlight. Me. That's the highlight I have to look forward to is like, oh, my, my prospect finally came up. We've been clamoring for him all year. Finally comes up and walks four times. And I'm like, that's fucking offense, baby. <laughs> no one else can do that on this team. No one else can look at pitches. Hicks used to be able to do that. You didn't want him on his team. I'd take Hicks right now. <laughs> yeah, well, Hicks is killing him, right? Is he still on fire? No, he's awful. You see what he did yesterday? <laughs> no. He like, just dropped the pop fly at the wall. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Hicks. he's awful. He's an awful baseball player. <laughs> Typical Hicks. Playing Hicks stuff in the outfield. Although he fits in with the outfield of the Orioles. They're one of the worst defensive teams. Although I'm sure they're better. That was years ago. Who was that guy? Was that like two years ago? When they had that dude who was playing the outfield for them? And he would throw home just like insane. That was like one game. High arcing lollipops. Throws. Call over the MVP. Like, What's this guy doing? Like, literally had no idea. He's like, I'm just going to throw it. <laughs> Never seen where it's the play, but I know if I get it in the general vicinity of the pitcher's mound, someone will probably do someone something will, with someone it. Someone will cut this <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, Where the fuck is that? Where's this guy throwing <laughs> this ball? I don't know. It's something that you'd only know if you ever played like little league baseball, to have or and you have to play the outfield. You have to have been like a specific skill level. But like when the ball comes to you in the outfield, and you literally have no idea what to do with it. Because <laughs> you know a guy is running, and you got you want so badly to get him out, but you know it's not within your ability to do it. But you know that if you don't at least try, so so you just heave it somewhere. You don't see that in the major leagues. No, no. Like, no one knows what it's It's like. It's funny, too, because, like, as an infielder my whole life, like, I'm always on the other side of it. Of Like, I'm the one standing there waiting for the ball, and I'm like, why aren't you throwing it to me? Why are you throwing it? I'm waiting for the ball. And it's like, 
but to the outfielder, look at it through his eyes. He's just looking to the ball. I have like, to get the he's ball. Why there's seven guys all waving their arms? Who am I supposed to throw this ball to? Meanwhile, there's a dude on the base path just running. And you're like, I gotta get this guy out. All right. <laughs> Maybe I can reach home plate. You can't. You can't do it. Uh, Not on a line. No. Nope, nope, nope. It goes in the dugout somehow. God damn. The amount of times I've done that too, um, as a second baseman, you know, like, never had a good arm. Okay arm. And you find yourself... It's got a long getting, You find yourself getting the cut way too deep into the outfield, and I you turn it. to fire to home, and you're like, I guess I have to <laughs> jump and leave my feet to get this all the way home. And instead, you just sail it to the backstop 40 feet above the catcher's head, and you're just laying on the ground going... It's about right. <laughs> right. All the runners advance. Uh, so that's the Yankees. Frankly, I'd take that. If that's what I was watching, like that Orioles team, like if we were watching that for 160 It'd be games, fun. And like all those kids had either no potential, but like were just Yeah, you're like, oh, this kid this. might be good. This guy's awful. Let's watch him, what, how bad he can screw today up. <laughs> Yep, that's that. 